so we're starting out uh, today's episode from your apartment, which is inside the Cheese Right Studios building. Yeah, it is. Which is amazing <laughs> in and of itself, the fact that you have an apartment in this building. I know. Um, and then, so what we'll do is we'll just kind of go out and, and you'll, you'll take us on a, on, a, on, a tour. on a tour of the building. Yes, yes. After well, you. Let's go, let's go. So I'm above the grand room. As you can see, these apartments on this layer, there's three of them, are up slightly higher. There's a little staircase up to us. That's because the grand room has those 20-foot ceilings, so we needed to go up a bit. Amazing. This whole upstairs area, I recently learned, first of all, it was um, offices for all the drafts people that she's right needed to design um, these huge mansions and hotels he was decorating. But also, I learned they had, sh they had intact showrooms up here where they would invite clients up and a room would be decorated. Wow. And it would show them, okay, this is what your bedroom could look like. This is what your living room could look like. These are the darling doorways above these three balconies from the front <sighs> of the building. They're so cute. And um, what a cute design element having these doorway, window doorways above the uh, balcony. Can we step out? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Oh my God. <laughs> I always want to see Juliet up here, Romeo ah. down there. But yeah, it's, um, I, they have the balconies in front. There's the Cheese Right Studios logo in the middle um, of the building. Ah, cool. They're absolutely charming. And they were made here. Cheese Right had a raw iron shop in the back, along with a full-service wood shop. And he did all this kind of work here. Again, it was advertising. He was showing people, look, I will not only decorate your home, I will build your balconies and your gates. Amazing. And then, so originally, it was... Um some offices, some sort of show units, and then yes, and on then the second floor. That's that's really cool. It's so quiet in here once you kind of step out of the yeah the main street. As you can see, one thing that contractors always notice about the building is the depth of the walls. The walls are deep. That's because they were hollow. The whole building is a technological marvel. They have um, slats here, kind of like crates on either side, and then the inside is hollow. That was to run early phone lines, and mm. the Bell Company itself, um, inventors of the telephone got involved and put in a service they called a talk call, where they put in early phone lines, and that way every single employee of the building could be immediately reached. You have to understand what a huge innovation this was because this had not happened before. Before, I guess, people had to go on foot or have you know a messenger go find someone. This way, every person in the building was accessible. Now we take that for granted. Big in time. 1927, that was revolutionary, and it made the building that more special that he had designed it with the Bell Company to hold those lines. It's a, it's a masterpiece in every way, in engineering. Even in, in the walls. In the walls. <laughs> he also had, had fireproofing everywhere. He did early, even earthquake proofing yeah. in the building of the building. 
In every single way, this building was built like no other. I always tell people, these, when you walk down the upstairs, you can tell what's an original doorway. First of all, by the paneled doorway. Cheese Wright, as I have mentioned, was um, always involved back to his ancestors with woodworking shops and a definitely a master of the craft of woodworking. So these beautiful paneled doorways with the transoms above them because this was pre-air conditioning days as oh, well and it's hot course. here as we just learned mm. with our 98 degree weather. Um, these transoms would be opened up to facilitate the cool air moving Airflow. through. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Cool. The place is cavernous. People do not realize from the street how big it is. Um, there's 30 apartments now in it, but there were always a lot of offices and, like I said, showrooms up here that they would invite people up to check out. But uh, look, at, take a look at this. It goes around and round and round. And it doesn't look like anything <laughs> looks the same as any other area. Yeah. Like it's all very yes. different and unique it, to itself. Totally, yes, yes. It's it's just such a beautiful building in every way. And um, it's cavernous up here and I'll tell you late <laughs> at night it's a bit scary. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, it's, it's this gray painting the landlords have done. Um, first of all, kind of brings it back to those Navy days when mm. as it was a Navy building connected with Navy intelligence for 50 years after Cheese Wright crashed in the Depression. But um, Do you also, think you just see things up here at late at night oof. that are a bit scary, and I have personally seen them. This is the old freight elevator. Ooh! It's a hand-operated freight elevator. Um, it actually was mentioned in the publication about the building, because again, it probably was a matter of pride to have its probably it was a steam-operated wow. elevator. Can we um, open? I don't think so. Let's see. Let's check it out. Oh, Ooh. look at that. You never know. Never say never. Oh, All it's right. filled with furniture, <laughs> of course. People move. Thank goodness they're using the elevator. True. And not the staircase. There you go. Protecting <laughs> the mural. It has to be operated by the super. They can't operate themselves, and that's why it doesn't get a whole lot of use. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Old and wonderful. Yeah. I was going to ask before, do you think that um, soldiers lived in these units while, you know, like in the, what was it, uh, 30s or 40s well, rather? I don't know. All I know is yeah. it was a long, long time military building. Right, right. And right. I know they were doing construction here. Um, they took over Cheese Wright's state-of-the-art workshops. And I know they were building things in there. And I know they were planning. Um, I have some stories to tell about that. I'm not sure if I should tell no, them this no, no. podcast well, uh, or Once the next. again, we've hinted at the. Uh, <laughs> but I have some very interesting, eerie stories about those days that oh, I have boy. heard firsthand by people. It's the kind of building I think I was telling you. People get who've had any involvement with it at all feel drawn to come back and tell their stories mm. because they can't read about it. There's no book, there's nowhere online, there's no magazine article, there's nowhere they can go to like get this off their chest, what mm. they have experienced with this building. And we hope that this podcast would be a nice uh, area, place for them yes. to, to do that. Yes. And for the world to kind of learn about it. Yeah. And it's here we are at the gorgeous mural. Here we are, the beautiful mural top of the stairwell, the center of the building, that it's looking down onto the atrium, 
be. It's a right. typical French Quarter style building and the atrium is at the center of the building. The whole building gravitates around that beautiful air atrium. And I do tell customers of the restaurants, the most beautiful outdoor area in town. You are outdoors, but you're surrounded by brick. Many times that moon is right overhead. Mm -hmm. And it's just beautiful, absolutely beautiful design to have an atrium. And we are um, classic French Quarter architecture by doing that. I'm not sure that we've mentioned this yet, but during the week, except for Mondays, this is a very much operational, Monday and Tuesday. wonderful, Monday and Tuesday it's yes. closed, but the rest of the week it's a wonderful, wonderful restaurant. Yes, Both yes. Both the tea house and dinner, I think you guys are still doing yes, that. Yes, yes. So and venue, we rent out rooms for parties. There you go. So yeah. if you're digging the <laughs> podcast and you want to see this building, you can <laughs> actually come here, have a nice tea or yeah. dinner or whatever and then oh, the best <laughs> and then come and actually look at the the history that yeah. is this building in every way it's a throwback the restaurants a throwback to another era the tea is a throwback the buildings a throwback so this is a beautiful chandelier which i'm almost positive was made in the building to show off cheese rights you know talented wrought iron oh you think the ironwork yes, was done I think in the it shop was done and i think mm. it was done as a showpiece to show people that they could make chandeliers and to show what amazing wrought iron work they could do. Um, Cheese Wright was a, he just had come from this family that went back centuries, connected with craftsmen. He knew craft, he knew good craftsmanship like the back of his hand and he hired the best craftsmen and he was respectful of them enough to constantly be showing off their work in the doors of the building, in the staircase, mm -hmm. um, in the chandelier. Mm -hmm. And he was a visionary in every way designing the building to hold this super important historic mural. Um, this is one of, one of my love favorite this. windows love in the building, window. the round window that he installed here. I did learn the building was first conceived in 1918. So oh. like I had suspected, it took time sure. to plan. It took sure. about nine years of planning for this building. And you can tell what planning went into it. He found the windows. He designed the whole building to hold the mural. He um, made the walls hollow for the early phone lines. It was conceived in every way. This is a beautiful 17th century doorway here and in the back. Uh, he imported to use for his building. You can always tell how old this doorway is by the height. Um, it's short because some people were shorter back then and that's how old that doorway is. Um, it has a beautiful sun motif over it. I love and that. that's been duplicated in that atrium sun fountain out here on the atrium. So in every way, this whole area is about the sun. Yes. <laughs> and I heard, I'm sorry to, I'm just going to give a hint of a future podcast. Yes. Um, when Einstein was here, he would actually come out to this atrium and um, do prism work with the sun. Oh, wow. But we have the sun, we have the sun fountain, we have the sun motif on the doorway. <laughs> Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. You're outdoors, but you're surrounded by brick. <laughs> and it's somehow a little bit cooler, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We had a shower here yesterday, and I couldn't even say where it was coming from, but there was a breeze. And I guess it was coming from above. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Gorgeous. Yeah. 
sweet. Let's go out to the front court real quick. This again is original flooring, beautiful stonework. Um, speaking of stonework, this front court here has um, flagstone, imported flagstone. It's called Valley of the Moonstone Flagstone. Aww. And there's something very moonlike about it. At night, on the full moon nights, it really does glow. It's an absolutely beautiful flooring. We've got the porpoise fountain here, which is our symbol. We've got the balconies with the CS ink right above it. I love that. So you want to talk about a pretty building. On either side, everywhere there's arches, arches everywhere, arches on the sides. Um, and the, the wrought iron work, that's original. Yes, yes, all the wrought iron work is original. In the beginning, as you see when you come through that gate, you have a beautiful burning heart symbol, oh my which God. is just I so touching. That. And they're both yeah, different. Yeah, they're here. This, well, this one at some oh, point broke, broke off, off, but this one's still intact. And there it is, the burning heart symbol. I many times photographed it. As I was saying, the whole idea is you walk through that gate and you're in Paris. And uh, there was a guy living here from Paris. He, I asked me, he said, yes, it reminds me of home <laughs> when I walk in. Um, I've had contractors notice the incredible brickwork. I mean, the hardest thing possible to do in brick is arches. And again, as I was mentioning, Cheeserite would hire the best craftsmen. They were able to make these beautiful arches in brick, which is extremely difficult, but extremely sturdy, too, when you're talking about the early earthquake proofing. Mm. There's another arch there, arch, 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 mm -hmm. all the way back. That's definitely in an English tradition and in a French Quarter tradition. Every cheese right building I've ever seen employs a lot of arches, and what a beautiful shape that is. Here's an original wrought iron gate. It, they again have hearts on them on either side. <laughs> and they have the little flowers at the top. Yeah, they're just beautiful. Like There's one on either side of these gates. <laughs> Certainly feels when you walk in here that there is love. Oh, it feels yeah. a little a little jagged or, or like a little jittery because of the past right. that we will talk about. But right. I think the intention of it oh, yeah. is, is love. I mean, you're I really, really feeling I definitely get that feeling all the time. Yeah. And I think whatever happened, which is, un you know, I think that the idea would be to bring it back to the original intention. Sure. Which is the opposite of what actually the building was used for right. for several years. Right. Shutters. Let's go to the front. I've been. Oh my God. God has to like. Oh, it's a car alarm. <laughs> when I lived in New York, Fun. those things would go off all the time. Um, shutters everywhere. These charming shutters. This is the outside of the grand room window. You can see it's decorated. He's got some cast concrete up there. Um, here's another, uh, see it's, it's twin gates on either right, side. Right. And again, arch, 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 all the way back to an arched window. Just a beautiful um, look to it. Down here, if we keep going to the end of the building, um, these windows here, I actually saw a pair just like it in Greystone Mansion. Mm. So my guess is while he was building Greystone Mansion, he took a pair for himself and designed it into his mm. building, and they, there they are. Shutters, you got little balconies. This was actually a replica, this was a gift shop originally when he opened. He had a little gift shop 
um, I guess where he so because when he invited people here, he wanted them to take something home to remember the experience because what he had planned for the building was a whole day long experience. Uh. So this was modeled after a Kensington gift store that was so famous and so antique, it now is in the Kensington Museum in London. That uh, window there that he copied for his building. Where and that's your, the end. Which one's your window? That I, one? Yeah. I'm, oh, wow. I'm right. This is, I'm right up here. Yeah. See, see how it goes higher? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm up there above the Grand Room <laughs> looking out on this tree. <laughs> is that a, f oh, that's from the fireplace. Yes. Right. Because yeah, I guess at one point it was, um, oh wait, no, this is me right here. <laughs> I can't even know which one. Yeah, I'm right there. That's you? Yeah. Okay. And that's another apartment Oh, got there. it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it still has the original drain covers, which are so, you can tell how old they are because they're pretty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything is so ornate. Yeah. Now I, now I feel like nothing's really ornate. They don't do it anymore. They just, you know, that damn modern, modern people love it. I do not, I never did like modernism in terms of architecture. Sure. Because that whole idea of pruning everything down, they took out all the pretty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a drainage. It's, it's amazing, you know, there's so little people who live in LA, you don't see a lot of brick. Most of the brick buildings were torn down. Right, and now I think it's a right, right, right. They were, yeah, they were deemed earthquake unsafe. Mm -hmm. Let's keep walking yeah. around here. And, but this one, not only, this one from the beginning, you know, it was a mistaken idea that the Navy was the one who did earthquake retrofitting, although they did. Um, I read in the early cheese right papers, they had from the beginning thought about earthquakes. There must have been some, mm. there, as there always are. How can you live here for five years and not have an, uh, at least some kind of earthquake? And they, they included that in their engineering for the building. Because so. they took so long to, yeah. to get it together. Yeah. So like Excellent. I said, in every way, this building is an engineering marvel. This is, again, one of the beautiful show windows he had. Every window yeah, along the front is different if you walk along the I was going to say, it must be noted that it's for a reason yeah, they're that the windows different are different to show his capacity he, for yeah, design. Exactly, because usually you would see a building and every window is going to be the same. Mm -hmm. It might be beautiful, but they're all the same. Mm -hmm. Here they're all different. And of course you would just die to go back in time because they were all show windows. And they'd be showing his draperies. They'd be showing the lampshades. They'd be showing the hand-painted screens. They'd be showing here on the corner, um, Cheeseret was very fond of Talavera glass. He was so f in decorating his residences. He was so fond of it. So here's another beautiful but different window. What is this room now? This is now the office of the owner, current owners ah, of the building. Ah, very yes. nice. But on this corner he had a Talavera glass shop. Talavera was a type of pottery made in Mexico. Ah. He liked it so much he became a partner and arranged to have it shipped up here. Um, Cheese Wright had, again, let's go a little bit into his history. He had been with Gillows of London. He had been a, he was a relative of Sir Joshua Reynolds. He had been for centuries involved with shipping back and forth to America. And that's a lot, you know, that mural has that huge panel on shipping. Well, Cheese Wright knew all about that, but he got into here in California, the shipping up of pottery from Mexico, and he dedicated that whole corner storefront showing a uh, Talavera glass. Here we have the side panel 
um, plaque. This is the first place you see it noted that this became the New U.S. Naval Research Building. That's the only place, and there's a plaque here, two plaques that call it the U.S. Naval Research Building. You go online and you put in Naval Research Center or building, you don't find anything. There's one little appendix in a Google book. They wiped the uh, record clean of what that is or what it meant, but it was that for 50 years. <laughs> this is a, a side entrance here, and there's something interesting over here. Um, here's the original cheese right safe. Whoa. <laughs> um, they had a big safe. Um, I guess sometimes people paid in cash <laughs> or to put their precious objects. And that thing's deep too. I've seen it opened. Um, it, go, it has shelves and it goes way back. Wow. So that's his safe. I noticed when I did the tour of Greystone Mansion, he had in the woman's closet, there was a safe for jewels and there was a separate safe for furs. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess theft was always an issue and here they're trying sure. to prevent that Wealth. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. their uh, safe. <laughs> sure. It's interesting that this side of the building is not in the grades, in the tan. Right. Huh. Yeah, that's how they printed it. I just want to show the old loading dock. Yes. It actually has, again, another beautiful gate. It's more simple, but it, he, of course, she's right, couldn't resist, but do an arch. You've got an arched entryway, an arched gate. And this is where he needed, she's right, needed a huge loading dock. He had his wood shop in the back. He had his rod iron shop in the back. He had his upholstery shop. Plus he was making furniture and staircases. And then he was shipping in and out furniture so from he, France. He needed this height. Yeah. And he was shipping, you know, he was an expert in French antiques. Several of the shops in the front sold them. And he was decorating enormous 40,000 square foot mansions. So he needed a lot of shipping. There apparently is a train track not too far away. And I'm sure there was constant activity back and forth between Cheese Wright Studios and the train, <laughs> as in every day. <laughs> I just want to show you the back of the building. It, as you can see, all of a sudden it looks much more warehousey. Um, that probably is original paint. The building was painted white when it was built. I think the Navy decided it was just too much maintenance. As you can see, white paint does chip. Right. And, um, but all warehouse windows all warehouse windows upstairs downstairs in the back you would look at this building you wouldn't have the slightest doubt that it was a warehouse hmm. that it was a workshop and that's what it, largely it was at least half of it was um so it's almost mixture. like those have you, you've heard of these um the track homes out in Ca or um you know santa clarita where they do these show models like you can choose one two or three or oh. whatever and it's funny because he did it's sort of the same Something thing like way that back. in terms of the windows yeah and then yeah in terms even everything that he put in his building was an option for a client <laughs> in real life what a wonderful way of knowing whether you're going to want something yes. you could see it Yes. You could sit on it, you could touch yes. it. It was conceived, and like I said, it was conceived for, for nine years. It was a very, very, very ambitious project. I, it was innovative. No one had done anything like it before. And um, that's another big part of the reason it's really important that the building is um, 
recognized <laughs> mm -hmm. and appreciated for what it is. This is no ordinary building. The building itself is not in any way ordinary. <laughs> I, I feel like that really goes without saying. And, and again, if you're in the Pasadena area and you can stop by and just walk in yeah, just to the courtyard alone, I mean, I feel like you're transformed through time. Yeah, it's yeah. It's really and worth the trip. I had a location scout who had been up and down the coast to Washington, Oregon. He said this is definitely the most beautiful French Quarter style building on the whole West Coast. And um, it's just a beauty in every way. There's little, and because of it being so beautiful, everywhere you look, you see details that just are kind of jaw dropping, like right there, again, it's it, what always impressed me about the arts and crafts, and I saw it in the mural too, is the attention to detail, how, how they weren't lazy. They never right. ever cut corners. Right. The whole goal was not, let's not cut a corner, let's make it more beautiful because they're 100% artists. I mean, if even anyone the storm drain. Yeah. Whatever anyone that is right did that there. now, they'd like, oh, what's easiest for us? Right. What's most cost-effective? Yeah. Yep. What can we do fastest? That was not the mentality that went into yep. this building. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And into the era, the great arts and crafts era. So let's, um, are we ready to go inside? Yeah. Okay, let's go in. It's okay if I put this, it won't shut off. Really. You are fine. <laughs> I don't know what happened to me, but you are good. <laughs> when we can We're afford, go, you know. Again, we, are, yeah. we can tell we have an original doorway here because of the transom uh -huh. and the panel door. This is now our VIP room. Um, <sighs> so in the day, grand. it's a beautiful room. Um, we've had some beautiful candlelit dinners here. Um, it just looks beautiful by candlelight, it's pretty day or night, but a beautiful room. And again, I always tell people every single room of this place, you don't need a flash until it turns dark because he's got high windows with natural light. That is such a big asset. First of all, all your photos are going to come out great. It's just by the eye a lot more pleasant to have natural light. As you can yes. see, we don't have the lights on and we don't need them no. on. Yeah. Oh, the room is lit beautifully. Plus, if you throw a few candles in, forget it. It's yeah, gorgeous. It's beauty. Let's just walk through here. This is just the office. No need to worry about that. This is a good place to record. Offices. It's very quiet. Down here, we have our kitchen. We have a big kitchen in the back. Wow. Um, I think Cheese Ray must have had some kind of kitchen, but I don't think it took up as much room as the mm. kitchens that were put in. Definitely starting in the owner right before us because they had a restaurant before us. Ah. But I think this this was either part of the wood shop, the metal shop, but he must have had a kitchen. It was a, a he residence. couldn't just run to McDonald's in those days <laughs> right, and get right, lunch. Right. And they mentioned in the article that he did feed his staff. So ah. anyway. This is our kitchen. We have a, we're a full-service caterer. We have a pastry chef. Oh, look at all chef, the trays, the tea chef, trays. <laughs> all kinds of cute tea service. Beautiful. Here, tea cups. Um, this is our tea china shelf. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. My boss custom orders tea cups, custom designs teapots. That's China beautiful. and cups from China. 100% ah. bone porcelain has them made just for us, Madeline Garden. Oh, nice. So, and I've learned the value of porcelain. You can drop those and they don't break. Once what? in a while they break, <laughs> but they're incredibly strong. 
Um, and I realized why porcelain was so valued through the centuries. Here's the beautiful grand room. This was the showcase room. Um, that is a 1,500-pound stone-cast hand-tooled fireplace. It was modeled after a fireplace in Italy. It's a beauty, and it actually works. And we do turn it on in the winter. It gets cold in here. <laughs> it's very hard to heat with that high ceiling. There's a 20-foot ceiling, a beam ceiling. Um, every building I've visited that I know that Cheeserite was the interior architect has at least one room with a high ceiling with beams. He loved beam ceilings. He was a master of beam ceilings. If the client had more money and wanted it more intricate, he would stencil on the beams. Oh, wow. And he did that at Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel, which is another Cheeserite design. But in his own building, even in the pictures from the beginning, which we can post with the um, podcast, he had a, a pair of bare wood. Cheeserite was a typical artist who was always on the edge. He wanted to know what was coming next. And so he, was, he came from Edwardian, he was moving into arts and crafts, and he was kind of getting in touch with that, with the feeling of leaving the wood like it natural, that yeah. that was the most beautiful. He didn't yep. need the stencils. He didn't need to overdo it. Sure. And that's part of the reason the building's so beautiful, is because of the simplicity, but also the beauty. A beautiful lead glass window. Um, high, look, see again, you see the depth of the walls, that mm -hmm. curve, like you saw in the upstairs window, he would put the curve in the transom. It just adds to the beauty, you know, of what, the whole when, thing. When, so 1927, 1928, whatever, clients walk in here, what do they see? Well, they walk in the door and they immediately see antiques from different eras, um, artfully arranged for them to just admire and they were invited to walk around to the different shops and come into the showroom. And if they were serious, probably, because as a business person, you had to make sure someone's not wasting your sure, time, sure. they would take them upstairs and start, start showing drawing. them. Yeah, say, mm -hmm. okay, here's your bedroom, here's mm -hmm. your living room. Let's meet with our drafts person and let's start, um, let's go with your mansion. Beautiful. Or your home or your hotel, you know, Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. That's just, let, you know, one of the things that just drives me crazy with Cheese Wright getting lost um, to history is that Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel, that was where the first Oscars were. You know, the ghost of Marilyn Monroe is supposedly there. It's not, it's a super famous interior and it's yes. beautiful. I visited there, I was absolutely blown away like it was in a museum. And I noticed this building too when they, the early Star News article said it's like going to an art museum. I felt that going to Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. I felt that going to Greystone Mansion. Mm -hmm. He wasn't oh, an ordinary designer. His buildings were like museums. So where's the credit? Because yeah. credit has got to be restored. Well, that's because, what we hope um, to, to accomplish here He as wasn't well. just designing mansions. He wasn't just designing rich people's bedrooms. <laughs> he was doing public works right. that have, were going to last forever literally forever. I think I would hope that maybe one of the episodes that we do, we can take like a field trip yeah. to the Greystone Mansion, take a field trip to the Roosevelt and just kind of do a walk yeah, around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the easiest one for access would be the Roosevelt, the Roosevelt. but the Greystone sure. as well. I noticed they have another tour coming up. I saw them post it. Nice. So let's just go around. Um, we have the others, arches, arches. We now have a fountain here. Mm. I noticed in the early photo of this hallway, Cheeserite had a mural. Always in his um, 
buildings, he would include artwork. Um, he, as you, uh, the whole centerpiece of the building is that woodblock print mural. He had another mural here. Um, the current designer, Madeline Garden, um, Michelle Frost, has put in, has hired artists to create a mural for the Grand Room. And her only instructions to them was paint a dream. That is 100% in keeping with what Cheesewright himself would have done. And I have to say, in terms of historical renovation, she did a fabulous job in um, capturing yeah, it looks like the it feel mm -hmm. of how Cheesewright would have done it himself, mm. which is saying mm -hmm. something. You do not see that very often. Um, let's just go through here. This is our wine lounge, our bar. We have a temperature-controlled wine cellar. Back here is, uh, we call it the backstage garden. It's the back space. It's a beautiful dance floor, as you can see. Has a karaoke sound system, um, better bass speakers. But this is the old loading. This is the other side of the loading dock we were looking at from the other side. And now it's a um, gorgeous wedding chapel. Now it's chapel. a wedding, wedding chapel. It's great so for proms. We needed a bigger space because people kept calling for events of 150. Um, and that's too many for the grand room. Also, I keep telling filmmakers, we've had a couple stu student films done back here and photo shoots. Everyone, the light is just, again, these lights, these windows let in fabulous Beyond light. Gorgeous. You're gonna get, if you do any kind of portrait photography or any kind of photography, this is a great studio. This is probably original paint. It's the white again. Um, that's the building was painted when it was built. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole restaurant. It has this mysterious feel um, that, um, well, yeah, the whole this room building, is very, it's very special. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah. special, yeah, and it's definitely not used enough for how beautiful it is. Sweet. So now that's the space downstairs. Um, is you. there anywhere else we should explore today? Uh, no, I think today we're good. I know that there's something underneath that we might try to get, oh, but that's an yes. another, that, that's a whole the other story. The basement yeah. spans the, the um, breadth of the building, and it's something Cheesart was proud of, proud enough to mention in the original papers. I, again, he probably needed a ton of storage and um, for furniture and draperies and whatnot, and he used it. Um, I did notice when I went down there, it wasn't any ordinary shelves. Again, he couldn't do anything without artistry. They were nicely made shelves. They weren't that roughly made, obviously, you know, done well. So yeah, that's a whole other area, and um, that was part of the building, the downstairs. Yeah. And that'll be sometimes in the future. Yes. <laughs> but for now, I think we are, we will call it a day with this lovely episode. Um, and we hope to bring a video version of that as well with yes. stills that we're going to take and yeah. put together. So you at least will have a visual. But if you can make it to Pasadena, 1030... South Green Street? East Green. East Green yes. Street. Do yourself a favor and come down here, meet Ginny in person, <laughs> and uh, have yourself a lovely afternoon.